Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. Hallelujah. For the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. The name of our program is called Watch Therefore because we're watching for this King, this Savior, Messiah Jesus, to come for His people in the clouds. He promised that He would do so. He said, Watch Therefore and be ready. My name is Dove Schwartz, host of the program, here in northern Israel, proclaiming King Jesus is coming and get ready. Well, I have a special program that should encourage everyone who's listening, challenge us all to be ready for the coming of the Lord, and I pray this will be a great blessing. Let's have a word of prayer and ask the Lord to do, to do just that, to bless our time together. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you. Thank you for the salvation we have in Messiah Jesus. Thank you that we're here for such a time as this. Now, I pray that this program would bless all the listeners and help us and prepare us to see you in the clouds when you come for us, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Amen. Second Timothy is a book that is so important. Uh, it's, it's probably um, not one that if you would ask someone, what's your top three books of the Bible? Uh, I'll tell you something. This is... This book is action-packed. Think of it. The Apostle Paul knows he's going to be with the Lord. He's in a Roman prison. He's got a little bit of time left. Most of his friends have forsaken him, and he has this disciple, Timothy, who he writes this letter, and he pours all that he can in the final moments of his life and ministry, Paul does, into this, this life of this disciple, Timothy, through this letter that has become the second letter to Timothy in the Bible, in the New Testament. It's so power, so power-packed and so uh, encouraging to me and challenging to me also, and I pray that it blesses you. So what we're going to do today, Lord willing, is look at Second Timothy, uh, the second chapter, verses 1 through 7. Let's get started. He says, Therefore, my son... Now, Timothy is a son in the faith. He's not a biological son. He's a son in the faith of the Apostle Paul. You, therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, listen. In these days that we live in, we're going to need to be strong in the grace that is in Messiah Jesus. Frankly, let me tell you, that's why the devil is distracting you so much to get your eyes off of Jesus. Well, how do I know he's doing that? That's what he's doing to every believer in Jesus today, if he can. He's attempting and he's distracting. He's attempting to get our eyes off of the Lord so that we will have our eyes on everything else but Messiah Jesus. But if you'll keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, you will experience his grace. What is his grace? It's his goodness. Uh, it's Abba, Father, God's goodness that comes through Messiah Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. It's that grace of God that pours through Messiah Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit into our spirit that has been brought to life by being born again, hallelujah, and gives us power 
to walk and think and speak and live in and for Messiah Jesus and like Messiah Jesus. Yeah? So grace saves us. It's God's goodness that none of us deserve that calls us and saves us and, and gives us this new life of, of forgiveness and grace and mercy and love in Messiah Jesus. Yeah? It's, it's the goodness of the Lord that teaches us to continue on and to, to learn God's ways. What do I mean? Well, again, in second, uh, in Titus chapter two, the second chapter in Titus, he says this in verse eleven through fifteen or so. Uh, Paul writes to Titus, "The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age, looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ." who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. You see, that's the grace that's in Christ Jesus. So he says, you therefore, my son, be strong that is, that, uh, uh, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And that's what I'm, I'm, I'm proclaiming to our listeners today. You therefore, sons and daughters of the Most High God who have received Jesus as Lord, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And he goes on in verse 2 to say, And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Yeah? And, and so here's what the Lord Jesus says, not only to, to men who are listening, but to, of course to women, sisters in the Lord who are listening as well. We are to be making disciples. Jesus the Lord says to his disciples in Matthew chapter uh, 20. Oh, goodness, late 20s, Matthew 28, I believe. He says, go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations. Yes, go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all things I have commanded. You see, that's what we're supposed to do. And Paul tells Timothy to go and make disciples. Find people who really are Jesus people or find people who are lost and and share the gospel to them that they might become Jesus people. And and, and, and I'm, what I'm saying is if, if, if there are people who are dead set on being lukewarm and they're dead set on walking a, 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 a lifeless Christian life, you can only do so much. But no, find those who really want to be Jesus people and teach them the word. Teach them the word. Make disciples from them. You see, that's what I want to do with this program is make disciples who then make disciples who then make disciples. Listen, if your discipleship is such that the people you're sharing the gospel with and you're sharing the word with aren't making other disciples, you got a dead discipleship. No, we're supposed to make disciples who make disciples who make disciples of Messiah Jesus. That's called living. That's called living. That should be at the center of our lives to make you start in your own home. You make disciples of your wife or your husband, your children. That's that's where our discipleship should begin. Yeah. And so what is your home like? Is your home a life of discipleship? Uh, what is your workplace? Do you, Of course, at work, we're supposed to, first off, be good employees and work. Our, our, our lives and our work should be the fruit 
of us being believers in Jesus, yet there are opportunities to share the gospel and to make a disciple here and there at work as well. And, and, and in our church, where are we, what are we doing as far as discipleship? Listen, this is real faith in Messiah Jesus, folks. I told you, there's power in this chapter. There's power in this book, 2 Timothy. Hallelujah. He says in verse 3, You therefore, speaking to Timothy, he says, must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Wait a second here. I, I, you know, I walked up the the aisle of a of a church one day, and I said a little prayer, and I thought that was it. No, 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 no. If that's all, if that's what you think being a follower of Jesus is, you got a problem. You got a you got a big problem. No, because what we're to do is deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow Jesus. If you want to be His disciple, and if you don't want to be His disciple, I'd be really concerned if you're really saved or not. And if you're, you don't know if you're really saved or not, then that means you don't know if you're going to go to heaven or hell for eternity. Listen, you don't want to go to hell. No, no, turn your life over to Messiah Jesus and then endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Yeah, listen, we're in a war. And the weapons of our warfare, the, the Apostle Paul said, are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. What are strongholds? It's the deceptive thinking, speaking, and living that Satan sows into the hearts of people because he came to steal and kill and destroy. No, what we're to do, what we're to do is we're to endure the hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. He goes and explains in verse 4. He says, No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier we're going to talk about that and read verse four over when i come back from this break but first i need to share with you this wonderful ministry that continues to sponsor the program watch therefore it's expanding it's growing our our partnerships are so special and precious in israel through the ministry blessing israeli believers. So go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com, sign up for our free monthly newsletter, and you can see and hear the testimonies of our Israeli partners that many of our listeners and, and others around the world are supporting financially to help them in their lives and their work, their labor of love in the kingdom of God as soldiers of Messiah Yeshua, yes, living lives of righteousness in Him as a light here in Israel. The mission statement of Blessing Israeli Believers is we exist to uniquely bless and empower Israeli followers of Messiah Yeshua to be the shining light to Israel and the nations of the world. Hallelujah. It's very exciting. Also, we have our special Israel tour that's coming up. Listen, time's getting a little shorter. You don't want to miss this. Uh, the tour is in October, but uh, the payment has to be in months in advance. Also, there's there's financial realities, family schedules, work schedules. If you're going to do this, now's the time. Go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com or our new website at WatchTherefore.tv, our brand new website based here out of Israel at WatchTherefore.tv, and you can find the Blessing Israeli Believers Feast of Tabernacles Israel Tour. Sign up today. There's an itinerary online where you can learn more about it. If you have any questions, be sure to let us know. And we look forward to seeing you here in Israel. Now, having said that, back to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. No one engaged in warfare 
entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. No, wait a second. I thought I'd pray a little prayer and I'm saved and I'm done and now I live for my live for myself in the name of Jesus. No, that's called Americanized Christianity. But authentic Bible faith in Messiah Jesus goes like this. Oh, by the way, I love America. I pray for America. But American Americanized Christianity is killing America. No, real authentic Jesus faith looks like this, folks. This is what it looks like. It looks like what the Bible says. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life. What's that mean? That means you can't be worldly and love this life that Jesus said you have to lose to find life and still follow Jesus. No, that's what I mean when I say Americanized Christianity that says you can have everything this world and life has to offer and still be in good standing with God. That's not what the Bible teaches. Any more than a soldier could sign up for the army and the next day go back out into the world and live like he lived before he signed up for the army. And, 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 and they'd say, soldier, when they find him, you're AWOL, you're absent without leave. And he'd say, what are you talking about? I signed up, and then I went and did my thing. Isn't that what it, being a soldier is? No. And neither is following Jesus like that. No, you sign up for the kingdom citizenry, the kingdom life, the kingdom army of God. His name is Yahweh Sabaot, the, the Lord of the armies of heaven, the Lord of the hosts of armies of heaven. He says here, no one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. Here's my question. Is your life and commitment to our Lord Jesus pleasing to our Father in heaven? Are you too consumed with the affairs of this life such that you are AWOL? MIA, missing in action? A POW, a spiritual prisoner of war? He goes on in verse 5 to say, And also, if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. And also, if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. You see, there are many who profess to follow Jesus, but the Bible says in the book of Titus also, they profess to know him, but by their works they deny him. They profess to know him, but they don't walk in his ways. They profess to know him, but they don't keep his commands to love the Lord with all their hearts and to love their brother in Messiah Jesus and to love their neighbor as themselves. And instead, they love themselves and the ways of this world. And the Bible says, if anyone competes in athletics, he's not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. They were given a a temporal crown when they won different kinds of very consistent with the Olympic-like games. But the Bible teaches we get an eternal crown or crowns according to the way we walk in Messiah Jesus in this life. But you have to walk according to the ways of the Lord. How about you? 
Do you walk in the Lord's ways? Or do you walk in your ways in the name of Jesus? Two things it says in the Hebrews that really got the Lord angry at Israel. They would always go astray in their hearts and they did not know his ways. And let me let me tell you something. There are, there are people who get upset when I think, say the things I just said. I, I exper- I've experienced that many times over the last many years. Let me tell you something. The Bible is not only a book that you read. The Bible is a book that reads you. It's alive. It's the Word of God. And it searches, the Bible says. And it, it makes discernment between the soul, the mind, emotion, and will of man, and the spirit, that which is of the Spirit of God communicated to our human spirit that's been brought to life by receiving Jesus and being born again. Yeah? So the Word of God cuts. It's sharp. And it, 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 it says, here's truth, and you're not walking in it. That's what the Bible does. So don't shoot the messenger. If you want to get upset with anyone, you've got to look to the Lord. Verse 6 says this. 2 Timothy 2, verse 6 says, The hardworking farmer must be first to partake of the crops. So he speaks of a, a soldier who's authentic, an authentic soldier. He speaks of an authentic athlete. And now he speaks of an authentic farmer. You know, farmers, what they don't do? They don't sleep when it's time to plant. They don't sleep till noon and, and kind of hang out all day. And then after having not planted day after day after day, th- then to go out and look in the field and say, I wonder why no crops are coming up. Right? The, the Bible says, and here's something else that they don't do. They don't do. Farmers don't plant weeds and expect wheat to come up. They don't plant bramble bushes and thorns and expect corn to come up. You see, the Bible says you reap what you sow and what you plant is what will grow. Yeah? And so... What have you been sowing? What kind of harvest are you getting? The Bible says the authentic farmer partakes first of the crops. So what he has planted is good crop, and it's growing up, and it's a good harvest, right? So the hardworking farmer is one who gets the ground ready. Yes, we can get the ground ready in prayer, we can get the ground of our, our own heart, the hearts in our home, and the hearts of others. We can get the ground ready by faithfully laboring in prayer. Hallelujah. Right? The hardworking farmer goes out and plants good seed. We can learn the word of God and share a good word in or out of season. We need to be ready, the Bible says, which we'll learn more about in Second Timothy later. Right? The hardworking farmer goes out to the harvest. Messiah Jesus said, the, look up, the field is white and ready for harvest. The only problem is, is statistics show that less than 2% of modern American Christians share the gospel and win people to Jesus. They're not out with the gospel sowing seed. They're not praying for the lost. They're not taking in the harvest. They're not. The authentic farmer. What about you? 
Are you part of the 98% or part of the 2%? Yes. Wow. But this hurts. You know what? I heard a pastor one one day say, if you can't say amen, you ought to say ouch. Well, the reality is God is forgiving and merciful. And in this last verse we're going to talk about today, he says this, Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. So may it be that we would all consider what God's word says about these things. And may the Lord give us understanding in all things. Maybe you're listening today and you haven't received Jesus Christ the Lord. Maybe today's the day for you to hear this gospel, that we've all sinned and broken God's laws and we deserve to go to hell and, and, and surely are heading there. Every person who's ever lived except Messiah Jesus has died and their body has stayed that way. Except for those great exceptions like Elijah who went up in a whirlwind and Enoch who went up as well. No, but listen. We're dying because of sin. We're dying because of sin. That's right. It's a terminal disease that gets us all. And Jesus the Lord, who had no sin, lived in this life. And when the nails went through his hands and feet, this innocent Lamb of God, the Savior, was dying to take God's wrath and punishment for our sins against him upon this Savior, Jesus. He took our punishment. He died and was buried on the third day. He rose again. And and today, God's word says we can repent. We can change our mind about our sins. It's very serious. It's killing us. It's nothing to laugh at and to roll around in and have fun in. Fun. It's fun for a season. But the wages of sin is always death. And there's a place called hell where sinners go. I certainly was heading there. But I realize what I'm telling you today, that if you'll repent, Change your heart about your sins and put your faith in Messiah Jesus. Cry out to him, Jesus, save me. And truly begin to follow after him. He will give you a new heart, a new mind, a new life, and you'll be born again. You'll be born from above. Your spirit will be alive and, and, and will have communication with the Holy Spirit. And you will be in Christ, forgiven, saved, set free. Oh, listen, it's not easy, easy to follow Jesus. You've heard that today. But it's not easy to not follow him and then to go to hell. Today, cry out to him and receive him as Lord. Oh, Holy Father, Messiah Jesus' name, bless all of our listeners today with a big fat blessing. (laughs) Bless them, Lord. Send your spirit to convict and to, to forgive and to heal and to raise up and to bless. Thank you, Father. In Messiah Jesus' name, we thank you and love you. Amen. Well, I pray the program has thoroughly blessed you today and helped you on this journey. I pray that it, it, it encourage you to encourages you to watch for the Savior to come for us, which he certainly commanded us to do. Uh, closing announcements are, again, the ministry Blessing Israeli Believers uh, helped sponsor this program today. And when you partner with Blessing Israeli Believers, you also help keep Watch Therefore on the air. And you can listen to contact information at the end of this program and donate directly to Watch Therefore. Uh, So go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com. Also, be sure to prayerfully consider going on our Israel tour uh, this year. Oh, it's going to be grand. And you can find out all the details at BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com. John McTurnan and I are going to do some entire programs on this tour. It's going to be real exciting. Also, 
Our new website is out at watchtherefore.tv. Uh, Alyssa, I've wanted to do this for a couple of years, and we've got some exciting new stuff that's going to be rolling out too. But go to watchtherefore.tv. We're going to be continually adding things to it. Sign up for our newsletter. Um, when you sign up for our newsletter, we can put you on our Blessing Israeli Believers and our Poured Out for the Nations newsletter. So you can pray, 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 pray for these exciting kingdom opportunities we have. Until we get together next time, remember to watch therefore. Messiah Jesus is coming any moment. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv and mail watchtherefore P.O. Box 564 Pearland, Texas 77588 You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943 That's 713-624-0943 Keep watching for Messiah Jesus